and welcome, fellow humans, to the Gateway into My Brain. I'm Daniel, and as always, I'm with my friend and fellow Earth traveler, Tyson. We are here to have a conversation and talk about the topics that everybody knows, but nobody wants to talk about. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to our conversation. We are two friends discussing things that interest us. These are our opinions, educated and uneducated, based on our own experiences, knowledge, and beliefs. We do not claim to be correct, and we try to keep an open mind on being wrong as we hold civil discourse. This is what we think, and nothing more. You can listen in, but this conversation is meant for us, and is between those having it. We do not ask that you take on our opinions, nor do we care to be persuaded by yours. We give respect to individual sovereignty and demand the same. Let our energy speak for itself. We love you, and there is nothing you can do about it. So please feel the freedom to listen or not to listen. Our conversation will continue peacefully regardless. Hello, and welcome to our conversation. This is What We Think and Nothing More. I'm Daniel, and I'm here with my friend, Tyson. How's it going? Good oh, to be here. It's a great day. It's a great day to have a conversation about what we think and nothing more. What do we think? How do we think? Why we think? It's a complex thing that ultimately plagues us moment to moment, day to day. It's something that we can't avoid. We think. We do it. We have thoughts. We express those thoughts. With those thoughts come opinions. This is a big ball of self-interest and experience that none of us really know how to navigate. Mm. We're continuously rubbing our opinions up against other people's opinions. Yeah. And rubbing other people's opinions up against our opinions. It is a constant flux and flow that ultimately leads us to having the discourses and the moments, the experiences that we share with one another. And this is kind of why we're here today. We're ultimately here to talk about, specifically on this episode, what we think and nothing more. I've always kind of thought that one's opinions were created specifically through their environment. I was always more of a nurture versus nature type of individual. Nature and who we are, where we come from, our genetic makeup, it plays into it. But so much of who we are really seems to come from the people around us, our friends, family, parents. As babies, you don't know anything. You learn how to talk, what language you speak, you learn from your parents. How your parents think is usually how you start to think. Until you're able to actually cognitively process the world enough to formulate your own opinions based off of your own experiences. But up until that point, we're kind of just a ball of our own... Uh, I guess, uh, 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 the opinions the uh, of the authority around us mm -hmm. is maybe a way to say it. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it. You, you don't think that, that people are born inherently good or inherently evil? I once heard a story. I don't know if it's a study or, or what, but ultimately that they had children that weren't exposed to any outside belief system. And they wanted to see if they naturally, I think there was uh, different kids of different uh, skin pigmentations, you know, different levels of melanin in their mm -hmm. skin. Mm -hmm. and, and they just wanted to see if, if they would ultimately segregate themselves or if they would treat each other differently just based off of appearances. They didn't. They, huh. Those types of things have to be taught. That right. ultimately we inherently know that we're all just human. Mm -hmm. And that, that those extra... 
I guess, uh, separations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, is maybe a way to say it nicely, <laughs> are taught to us. They're, they're not really inherently in us, which is why I always kind of thought that our nurture aspect mm-hmm. was, was more prevalent. It, it always had more of an right. effect on us. That makes sense. So, so we're all kind of starting from this white page and, and mm-hmm. those around us and the people and the experiences and the influences around us are, are the, are the color on that page. That's a great way to say it. Yeah, it's the watercolor that fills it in, that fills in the lines. And you don't think that people are bound by nature to to sway one way or the other, that, that humans are inherently good naturally, or that humans are inherently good and inclusive, and, you know, that yes, that nature, that, that nurturing, the people around us have an effect on us, but do you think that we're more driven towards nurture and the environment around us and accepting of what's around in our environment and wanting to fit in with that crowd and be accepted? Or do you think humans are more driven towards inherently I'm a good person and inherently I'm inclusive? Do you think that the forces of, of nurture and the environment are stronger? On, I, on I a baseline, we're generalizing like, Yeah, no, we're totally generalizing. I think that there is some predispositions to certain things such as how agreeable somebody is or aggressive, um, you know, if they're uh, maybe naturally stubborn or if they have a propensity to uh, feel strong emotions. For instance, maybe they have aspects of their brains that are wired in such a way to where they maybe say are a little bit more vulnerable or susceptible to external emotion. However, I think that a vast majority really does come from the communities that we spend our time with. Mm -hmm. Because isn't that kind of life? Is just time, experience, like where we spend our time. And then our thoughts could just as easily, you know, be kind of described in that same way. Mm -hmm. That ultimately what we think, how we think, is a matter of the time, where we spend that time, Mm -hmm. and how we spend our, our moments, like creating that thought form. Right. I, I think you're speaking to like a true essence of oh, oh, awake and, and to the human will, to, to, to the natural understanding of, of man and to, 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 to hear an opinion and as man to have the ability to say, to digest that and to accept that or not. But I also think that there's an aspect of, is that really what we're seeing on a broad scale in, in the world? I have to argue that that man does have the ability to hear your opinion and digest that and say, I agree with that or disagree with that. But I think true man would be able to decide that, okay, truly in my beliefs and hearing what you say, I think it's rare to see to see man decipher on his own where the majority of generalization and the majority of humans out there, I feel like really just want to fit in. And so you know, point. hearing that nurture is honestly just being driven by culture to to go with the flow. The community. But it's I a feel huge like influence. The inherent the, the inherited will of man mm. has the ability to be what am I trying to say? Not independent. Well but I've kind of it almost, it almost seems to center around maybe the idea of like 
that that knowing right from wrong, right? Because ultimately, if we if we boil stuff down, like what we're doing here, the lives that we live, the 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 restaurant I just went to earlier, yeah. how I can ultimately walk into a place civilly and interact with other people civilly, mm-hmm. and then get into my car and drive a specific way with a set of rules and interact with people in a community in a society, ultimately that has been set out and consensually decided upon programmed but programmed is is maybe not the right word because ultimately uh, through the ages people have understood what benefited the group Mm. and the individual Mm -hmm. and how that there was an interaction between the two and they formed a set of rules that governed that interaction but you're describing like society. Now. Yes, but but that's they're so closely tied. They're they're different. They're kind of like you know two faces of the same coin, so to speak. Because everybody has different layers within their, uh, I would say, subconscious. Their, their consciousness, uh, well, maybe. Yes, they they well okay. You could separate it, but like how we think about, for instance, our family. Mm-hmm. When we're in that unit, when we're in that little you know group. Mm-hmm. Versus how we feel, say, for instance, if, if those are people out there that are religious, if they go to church and they're in that larger set, mm. how they would feel and interact is going to be similar but also different, yeah, yeah. you know, and then the intimacy of those groups plays into it. Do you, think that the, do you think that the person changes between those groups? 100%. Now is that, is it's a that, reflection. Is that that's the nature you're, t- or that's a, that's a nurture? You're I'm thinking about. that that is that because is kind of a group. a programmed response because there's there's social niceties, there's politically correct, right? There's all of these. There's manners. There mm-hmm. is a civility. You know, there that's nurture. That is what has been taught to us. Now the inherent things, for instance, um, there's like something called the tragedy of the commons. Which is a concept. Now, I am not a an educated person in such things. I don't hold sure. degrees in these things. They're just things I've heard about. Yeah. So if I misquote them, I apologize. But you know, hey, that's I'm, fair. I'm valuable. I'm interested. But tragedy of the commons, more or less, from my understanding, is that uh, say you've got a village, and everybody in this village, each family has, you know, one sheep, whatever. This sheep provides maybe milk and some wool so they can make clothing and they can eat and and then and then every so often you know there are uh, certain mechanisms so that everybody ultimately has that same amount of sheep in in a pasture and so it's sustainable everybody's able to live and ultimately thrive as far as basic needs with the same amount of sheep in the same pasture consuming the same amount of resources right and then somebody goes well you know there's thousands of these sheep Nobody's really going to notice if I slip one nut in. Right. And you know what? I'll have two sheep. So you that think that is that a nature? It's it seems to be kind of more of a nature thing. Like 100%. Hum, you think it's human nature I to think go against the grain of society. That anyone who is culture. clever enough, if they don't have, uh, I think that it's 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 that potential for corruption. Mm. That every person has. It's the fallibility. It's the devil on your shoulder. It's is the black that wolf. Nature, it's the is shadow that in self. Human nature. I think that that speaks to more of the duality of each person. You don't think that comes from exterior sources? Maybe I'm someone thinking... who's who's poor and they're impoverished and they have no food and they see all these sheep out here and they say, due to due to my circumstance, I'm going to take the sheep. No one will know. That is a that is a that is a 
a, a consequence of, of environment, where is it human nature to say, are humans inherently programmed, I like to use that word, but is it nature to say, human nature to say, as a human, we all are a society, we conglomerate, we are attracted to each other, we're attracted to process, or as humans, are we more drawn towards, hey, due to my circumstance, even if I'm rich, I'm okay. going to buy more sheep, or if I'm poor, I'm going to try and steal a sheep. Where is the true human nature, does hu true human nature lie? I think that there are definitely some external mechanisms that can provide incentive. Hmm. Being impoverished, being hungry, if you did actually have less. Now, in this example, they don't have less. So that's that that so factor is all humans on the clean slate. I'm saying this is a hypothetical situation. You know, it's a hypothetical scenario, everybody's and it's happy, not everybody's fed. Yeah, it's not communism. It's not utopia. It's just an example of like Pure if there line. was just a uh, an ancient village that had this situation or whatever, right? So that old, that external factor, which could be a factor towards somebody doing something like that today or just at some other time, mm -hmm. is removed from this specific situation to where. Hmm. It specifically is, I think, and this speaks to the shadow self. It's the uh, the the basal primal, you know, right. it's, instinctual. It, yes, primal. It's more primal. animalistic. It's it's the it's the aspect of the human biosuit. Nay, nature. It's our it's it's, it's, our it's the biosuit yeah. that our consciousness rides. And I think that it is it is the, the aspect of that. Veins, yeah. It is the aspect of that that ultimately is a part of us, but it is potentially overcome with the consciousness of morality that ultimately leads to this, the, the things like we were talking about where you know you'll have uh, society and, and civility, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. but, but ultimately it is always a potential because it's there. I'm saying that it's not one or another. like it's not all or nothing. I'm I'm very rarely just all or nothing on any type of right, topic, right. especially this one, because we are definitely a combination of nature and nurture. I'm just saying that it's probably more of the the nurture, just because, uh, especially with where we're at, right? You know, we've gotten past those real basic survival needs. You know, like As we have access. Yeah. As a whole, yeah. yes. Like we have individual struggles. And I'm really hoping that eventually we have a whole world that doesn't have that. Yeah. You know, that we get to feed everybody and that we get to give everybody clean water and shelter. But picture that world. Right. So you have a world where everyone has clean water, everyone's happy, everyone's in love, everyone has money, everyone has everything provided. No, there's no <laughs> money. Everything's provided for. It's utopia. <laughs> Think about utopia, right? Okay. And it's the perfect environment for a human. You, do you think that, you know, you talk about what we think and nothing more. Right. And you get into a human, you think that there would be thoughts. cases, thoughts that arise in that utopia that are destructive or manipulative or, or include theft and adultery, even if you give humans utopia. Look at the, the, look at the creation story. Mm -hmm. The man and the woman in the garden. Right. They had utopia. Within the... Uh, yes. But is it human the nature to eat, the, eat that forbidden fruit? Do it there, were they not? Do, you, do, think... humans, do humans always... Or are they drawn to Are they always drawn to eating the fruit, metaphorically? Even if they have utopia. I think that within this universe, when we talk on like the everything, 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 all of it, all of it to one, I, I like to call it source. You know, everybody has their own, you know, word for it. I believe that within that energy, essence, 
the everything, the all, is that there is, much like we see in a sine wave on a graph, mm -hmm. you have low vibration and you have high vibration. Mm -hmm. You have, you know, your negatives, you have your positives. Energy. You can call it whatever you want. People have been describing it as like dark, good, bad. Everything, ultimately, even the emotions you feel with such things our energy, our frequency, our vibration, whether it's emotionally thought or physically, it really doesn't matter, but it is all kind of generally the same thing. And I think that there's always going to be that, that dual nature to things because it is the mathematic binary of the physics, universe, the ultimately. For every I think action, there's an opposite. The there's opposite, very yeah. few absolutes in this universe, I believe, personally. Mm -hmm. I think that that's one of them. I think that that, that yin and yang, that balance, yeah. I think is an absolute. Um, now, we all describe it in different ways. Every culture and religion, everybody describes it differently. But I think that that's one of the only absolutes. And so I think that if you did end up having that utopianness, that, that environment, that, that, that space, mm -hmm. ultimately what you would have is just a different form of lower vibration. Mm it wouldn't maybe be as bad as what we experience here with, you know, for instance, let's just talk about war and killing, you know, that's a pretty low vibrational entity yeah. that we have to face within yeah. our realm right now. Yeah, yeah. I bet in a utopian, they wouldn't maybe have war. Maybe we have, would have evolved, you know, in our, in our society. But guess what? They're still going to have some sort of conflict. They're still going to have something that they deal with. Maybe to that level, it would be socially. Mm -hmm. For instance, you know, no trademarks aside or anything like that, but Star Trek talks about this type of idea mm -hmm. within their society, where your your social standing is your currency, mm -hmm. more or less, since you can synthesize anything you want. You know, who you are right. is what matters. Gosh, people always have choice, mm -hmm. even in a utopia. What if they choose to not be productive? If they don't choose to help to build grow and share you know like there's always a choice so there's always going to be something interesting it'll just be different which you know that's that's kind of what's fascinating about thoughts and opinions because they ebb and they flow they yeah. change think about what we're dealing with right now right i know that wokeism is a big issue right now mm -hmm. because that is a culture that has come up within a certain echelon of our society granted Typically a little bit left. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say that. Sure. But I can't all or nothing anything. Sure. But typically. And also, from that perspective, there is a big push of, like, if you don't believe this way, you're wrong. That's a group think, right? Which is an ideology. Tribalism, right? It could be considered tribalism, but mm -hmm. I consider it an ideology, okay. which I would ultimately associate with religion. It's a, I believe what I believe, and what I believe is truth. I know that what I believe is truth. My truth is the only truth. Is, does that truth you're talking about... Well, this is me describing ideology. No, I know. Say, say I, let's say, say woke ideology and that okay. truth that you're describing. Right here, let me pause you here and say... Sure. Does that come naturally? Do humans, are humans drawn to that woke ideology? Or, or the opposite end, let's say a radical ideology? Let, let's say a radical nationalist ideology. Okay. Are they drawn to that as... Nature naturally they're drawn to that, or is that a, is that a, is that a consequence of the environment that I really need a, 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 I need like I need a place to fit in. So I see these people on the woke side, let's say, and they say this is what it is, and you can take it or leave it. And are, are humans drawn to being included 
and submitting their thought and their own ideology to that to be accepted naturally? Is that human nature? Or are we conditioned? Are we conditioned throughout our lives to say, you need to fit in? You, you, you need to be a part of the team. You need to sit down and shut up and you need to do the right thing and you need to regurgitate what we're telling you and this is what's right and here, sign this piece of paper and here, do this test and this is two plus two equals five and this is right and here you go. Right. So yeah. you, you're talking about and these dichotomies of ideology and how humans are drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Is it just human nature to be drawn to a group think or herd mentality? I believe that it speaks to our connectedness and how uh, empathic people are, how we feel energies, and really ultimately how we as humans interact with energies Mm -hmm. that speaks to our need to want to join in and be accepted by others. Now, I, I, it's not an easy concept, but, but I would actually say that it is yes and no at the very same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say it's yes, mainly because ultimately we, we have proven that not only groupthink, you know, bandwagoning, all of these different concepts, whatever, within humanity, but that we we care about what, you know, is going on around. We, we, we ultimately want to fit in. We do. We want to have, we want to be on the right side of things. Yeah. We want to be in the know. We don't want to be wrong. People do not like to be fooled. They don't want to be fools. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately they can, they can be persuaded by a charismatic either individual or group mm-hmm. who just yells it convincingly enough. It might be true, it might not, but people might not ultimately ask those questions if they see it as beneficial to being a part of what, oh, well, hey, I hang out with A, B, and C, and each person there, A, B, and C, they all three are telling me that this is correct. Yeah. Well, then, shoot, I'm good friends with A, B, and C. I want to... I want to think how they think. Check the box. You're good. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to. You have a conversation and not get berated. I don't want to be shamed for having a different opinion or a different thought. Yeah. Which is which is huge. That's a big aspect of what we're dealing with, and that was I think that kind of really does kind of bring us around to the beginning of this podcast of why I even wanted to make it in the first place because I want to have a conversation about this stuff. We all know this thing. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like this is information that I just have. I think people innately know this. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they can put it into words or not, I don't know. But ultimately, I'm thinking that that's what we need. We need to be able to express this stuff. We need to air it out, you know, because when we're dealing with things that ultimately have been proven to ruin people's lives if yeah. they're on the wrong side of it, yeah. that doesn't sound right to me, yeah. especially based off of opinion. I mean, to... Just to say, for instance, let's just go back, because I know that you brought up uh, uh, the, the creation story, so just Christianity. How long ago was it in our history that, that the Crusades happened, where oh, yeah. the Pope was like, you know what, go we're going to go fix them. Yeah. I mean, how... The, how, the Spanish Reconquista. I was just about to bring up South yeah. America. Like, Absolutely like, terrible. Like, horrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely despicable mm-hmm. things that we would love to forget, but we have to remember because that is a great example of what not to do. And is that uh, is that phenomenon you're talking about learning from history? Is that do you put that in the same box as nurture? Ah, uh, learning from human, history. Human I nature? think that has to do with personal choice. Okay. Now let's not forget. <laughs> I know that this is not a very I've never heard anybody really discuss this. Not everybody is all that intelligent. 
there is a spectrum of intelligence out there. Some people are intelligent, some people aren't, some people are just above that functioning line. I don't know percentages, but I know that it's a, it, is a, it is a large spectrum of mm -hmm. people that fits somewhere within just that basic mental ability. And then on top of that, there's a huge spectrum of awareness. Those people who actually were exposed to such ideas, that learned such ideas, there's a, a huge variety of people, and we always seem to forget that when we're interacting with each yeah. other, that we can't expect everybody to ultimately have the same tools in their toolbox that we do. So what's the threshold for that? Is it taking psychedelic drugs and awakening yourself? Is it Christianity and seeing God? Is it... Is it being born naturally, mm. being born with a high IQ? I'm, I have a big brain, therefore I think beyond another level. Or is that ignorance, human nature, people going through life saying, yeah, I agree with you, yeah, I agree with you. Mm. Oh, sure, uh, Walmart, you do have the best, cheapest progress, not to, what did you say earlier about uh, trademarking? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, we're not affiliated with such. <laughs> we're not affiliated, but but these are but things the in our world. For... This is something common to all of us, so I believe we can talk about that kind of stuff. But, but I think you can take someone who's maybe on the lower end of your spectrum that you're describing and say, does that person have the capability mentally or um, um, ethereally? to hmm. understand the concept of understanding free will and free thought and taking this this podcast you're bringing out and saying, I thought of this one day and no one's thinking of this. You said, you woke up, I'm going to make this podcast and I drill into this conversation. I want to talk about this. Does that take an elevated um, human uh, capacity or is that available to all people? Or do they need to be led to that or, or enlightened to that? So there's a beautiful saying that the only limits are the ones that you put on yourself. Okay. Now, I would say it is, again, a yes and no. Because there's a, there are the, the really difficult thing that this, of course, those who run society, those in government or authority, they hate these types of questions because... You would have to individualize it. Ultimately, it would have to be geared towards because each person is brilliant at something. Mm -hmm. Each person sucks at something. Yeah. The, the smartest person in the world might be completely socially inept. Mm. The dumbest person in the world might just like carve the most beautiful whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it just there's physical adeptness. There's mental acuity and, and ability. There is also your experience, mm -hmm. what you're exposed to, what thought ideas were you exposed to? How will you even form the way you think is based a lot on that. Yeah. What culture did you grow up in? Culture. What was around you? What did you have access to? It is really a bummer to me that there are so many people that just aren't exposed to mm -hmm. such an idea. That would be so successful. I mean, just think about the brilliance, you know, that is out there. One of the best quotes I heard, it was it was on a, a motivational speech that the greatest ideas on the planet are in the graveyard. Yeah. Because ultimately there is so, there's a wealth, right, mm -hmm. that is untapped because we do sometimes like to just smear it with that general goo yeah. and, and try to make you fit. What, I mean, you know what my utopia would be? Is ultimately where we 
spent the time and the effort because it would be tough, mm -hmm. but we can do it to ultimately yeah. figure out a world that really focused on figuring out the strengths of each individual yeah. or finding mechanisms that would do that for us so that each person can not only experience this world to their greatest extent, mm -hmm. but that they also could bring to this world as much as anybody could and in a healthy way. Because I feel like it, I love doing what I'm good at. Yeah. Do you? No, oh, absolutely. I bet yeah. that everybody would. Loves to succeed. So that if we didn't stick people doing jobs that they hated, that they weren't really ultimately passionate about, but gosh, they were so much better at something else, they just they didn't have the means. They didn't have the, the opportunity. There are so many aspects to this. You could just dive into the weeds oh, this, with oh, it. We could go hours, right? But in yeah. general, ultimately, that's a huge aspect to this whole you know way of thinking. That you know this this way of thinking, it could be, it could be so much more societally, if if we maybe give a little bit more emphasis on individual care, and not so much of just you know mass producing, one size fits all. I agree, one stop shop, right? You know so. How do you tie this in? You know, we're we're coming up on thirty minutes here. So how do you tie this into your podcast and your message and what we think and nothing more? The individual, your utopia. Is this something that we <laughs> that we dive into over the next several weeks, or is this something that's just kind of hanging out there in the cloud? I believe that this type of conversation, like what we're talking about now, is going to be sprinkled throughout. Now, ultimately, I want to talk about life. I mean, it, it, it just fired me up to talk about this aspect of life and how thought influences it. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the different aspects of life. All of it. I, I want to see where that takes us. What can we get into? What can we talk about where it's just what we think and nothing more on the different aspects? Birth, death, everything in between. Let's get into it. We enjoyed having you along for our conversation. If something we talked about resonated with you, I hope you continue to ask questions and explore your thoughts on nature versus nurture and the reasons why we think and believe how we do. There is a great need in the world for each and every one of us to have our thoughts listened to. It helps us to not only express ourselves, but to process the beliefs we hold dear. As always, Please be respectful when having conversations and promote a give-and-take dialogue that encourages civil discourse. Don't forget to like and follow us for future podcasts. We love you, and there is nothing you can do about it.